0: all right I'm starting early because I always start early because I always get too excited to just start talking I can't (laughs) I can't wait another five minutes um I have a little game plan here a little lesson plan some things written down I want to share but um we'll get to it obviously um first off Merry Christmas as people come in um and join me today on this holiday thank you for doing so thank you for not being with your family, <laughs> spending time with me in my home car, my uh, car house. Um, still homeless, still happy, still grateful. Um, do have a new job? It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's so cool, it's so amazing. Um, it was just so meant to be in every way. It's a big Baptist church in Nashville, and the people there could not be nicer, they could not be more loving, they could not be just more right for me in my life right now and I mean my job is pretty much cleaning bathrooms and organizing things and setting stuff up uh, tables, chairs for groups and um, keeping the worship center, center clean and stuff like that so it's pretty like mindless tasks but just the place and just helping being a part of you know spreading the joy and love is so cool even if it's like this minute small silly little task it um really has brought a lot of joy in my life instantly. One week of work there and it's just been <laughs> so cool, so fulfilling. Really like to take pride in um you know, seeing these Christmas services and Sunday services take place and having just be having the place be set up exactly how everyone needs, sparkling clean. Um, just getting compliments about how great the place looks all the time from all the all the churchgoers has been fulfilling already <laughs> it's week one so <laughs> this is gonna continue for sure. I uh, attended their services and they're just speak to me. It almost feels like the pastors are just speaking right to me and my journey in life right now um, touching on like being alone during the holidays you know cuz I'm here alone no family or friends in Nashville really and they really welcomed me I mean they really welcomed me with the sermons with the services uh, my coworkers have welcomed me a lot and warmly I mean I'm really starting to get to know them quickly and it really feels like good connections between co-workers and just good people all of them I mean not not a single one is a bad person and they're all honest and loyal and truthful and you know maybe I'll be maybe it'll be I'll be proven wrong in time but <laughs> the week I've been there it's been so magical in every way and I'm meeting all the cute little church ladies hi Gail hi Joyce hi Marianne. you guys are so adorable and loving and all of them said they were going to pray for me, and you know, as I explained my journey, and um, yeah, it's just been really magical. <laughs> Walking in the doors to work, it just feels so overwhelmingly good. Like, just get filled with joy, you know? And that was a good way to start Christmas. That was a good way to start my Christmas week. Was just a bunch of joy. <laughs> so, so awesome. So, I'm working. I'm working hard. I'm working well. Um, the money's going to start flowing in soon. And,. I'll have a home in time. <laughs> I'm waiting on a paycheck. I'm waiting on a few other things, a few money-wise things to come in. Um, my last, my last paycheck for my last job. Uh, my first paycheck here, and um, DoorDash. I do DoorDash driving here while I'm here, and that's making me money and stuff. And I have some of my bank account too. So when that all adds up, I'm gonna be able to kind of pay first month's rent and have a deposit and have a place pretty soon with Wi-Fi and heat and <laughs> place the shower that's not my gym after a workout uh, but yeah so things are looking good things are looking up the path is great the path is <laughs> so awesome and I'm just traveling down it and everything's working out and it's been so fulfilling and spiritually good for me so that was a little update on my last week of my job being a steward working hard beating yourself up by your bootstraps and getting shit done and improving your life one step at a time um, Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's even here. If you are or aren't, uh, ask me questions. I'll answer them at the end or not. Um, but Merry Christmas. Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> it's so magical. It's been so awesome. Last night, uh, I did the Christmas Eve ceremony at this church, and they do a candle lighting ceremony where everyone has a candle, and you light each other's candles. And, you know, eventually this giant mega church full of, like, 1,500 people is just... You know, together and as one, and it was so beautiful and magical. And I didn't really get to partake in it. I was the one cleaning things up, you know, handing out the candles, making sure the candles were thrown away properly, and making sure the bathrooms were all clean and everything. And so it was more about like the behind-the-scenes production side and um, side of it. But just being able to like help contribute to the moment and seeing all the smiles on the faces and just the warm glows and the warm love coming from these people at this event was uh, was magical. It was really magical. Someone's here, Um, hi there. I'm not gonna say your name because it's a little inappropriate, but hi. (laughs) Merry Christmas to you. Um, As always, faith, loyalty, hope. Stick true to those things, guys, and your life will get better, I guarantee it. I promise you, I guarantee it. Faith, keep the faith, be loyal, stick true to your contracts, work hard, and be hopeful, be optimistic. Stay positive, cut the despair, especially this time of year, you know. The winter season can bring you down. It's a lot of gray skies and cold weather and a lot of hard work you have to put in and maybe a lot of stress with kids at home or something. Um, or just being away from school if you're a student. But uh, stay hopeful, guys. It really will help you in a lot of ways. And just every moment of your life, it will help you. And as always, guys, be good, do good, love and be loved. It's kind of simple. <laughs> it's kind of simple, but if you really just kind of do that, just do good things for people. Um, be good, like be a good example for people to care about, you know, to to take in for themselves and love people and you will be loved back. I mean, it's, it's mind blowing how that works. (laughs) I'm feeling it so much every day by just really kind of every morning waking up and trying to like really live my life by those kind of principles, those guiding principles and Things work out. It's been really working out and I've really just felt so spiritually awesome. <laughs> so I can't put it into words, it's so fulfilling feeling, you know, so magical of a feeling. Um, just kind of being a good person, giving it out and receiving it in return. And yeah, I guess I'll just kind of start with what I kind of was gonna write down. I'll read what I wrote and then kind of go off uh, my thoughts after, but um, I am not a preacher or an angel. I am not a scientist or an academic. I'm not a special boy in any way. I'm not special, guys. I'm not the Messiah at all. all. I was a degenerate heathen just just a few months ago. I'm now just living a... I am now a... I am now just a living redemption story. I am the embodiment of Christ's redemption. I'm an earthly, material example of how Jesus saves. I was lost and now I'm found. It's <laughs> more than just words, it's more than just a, a you know quote on a meme or something, you know, it really is true. Um, how much better my life is. And I wanna share to the world what I found and I'm still finding. I'm still taking some of the first steps on the staircase, but um, if you wanna join me, I'll hold your hand and we can climb these steps together and we can get higher every day. Uh, you know, I think it's a long journey, but as long as you finally, you know, realize that there's a staircase there to be climbed and then build up enough motivation and courage and, you know, have the true care and want to go up the staircase towards him and, you know, put the right clothes on, tie your shoes up, find where the staircase even is and get there and motivate yourself to just keep climbing. It will, will pay off, guys. It'll be so rewarding. It's unbelievable. Yeah, just truly unbelievable. I was a piece of shit <laughs> just a few months ago. I get into this a little later. I wrote a little thing later. I want to I want to talk about kind of some of my story and what's led me here. But overall, I was just sinning all the time. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was good. I was in denial of God and the existence of Christ and just thought I was really smart. I thought I was so smart. I thought I had everything figured out. And I would get home and wonder why I was so sad and angry and mad all the time, and why none of my friends really, truly cared about me, and how my family just didn't respect me or like me, and um, just all this empty feeling constantly, like there was a hole in my heart, even though I felt like I had figured everything out. I don't know, it was so puzzling to me, and when I finally kind of got woken up and realized that I was just sinning, just being degenerate, not living a healthy lifestyle, I started seeking answers and found them in the Bible. I found them in people explaining what the Bible really is about and what it truly is and how it's helped them in their life and ever since it's just been a slow journey up the stairs towards finding the truth, finding logos and speaking the truth, being comfortable and confident enough to speak the truth and um, it's just on a path of forgiving people for what they've done to me and asking for forgiveness for what I've done to them. And I think it all starts with God. It starts with not only believing in, in our God and you know giving it up to Him and praising Him and loving Him and starting to build a relationship with Him, but also just apologizing for what you've done, the evil you've done, the bad things you've done to Him and to yourself and to others, and overcoming it. I mean, really truly overcoming it, learning from those mistakes and making a pact, like a promise with God to be better in the future and not to do it in the future and really work every day put in the hard work and the dedication it takes to just really improve yourself and really avoid falling back into that life of sin. And it's magical, guys. <laughs> everything about my life is so much better. I mean besides my car house, which is temporary, everything in my life is so much better. Like I have lo- lo- I have loyalty, I have love, I have compassion in my life. People care about me. People ask about like ask about me and reach out to me. And it's not because they feel obligated to or because they have to or because, you know, they're a certain person in my life or you know, they have to, for, for perception's sake, like, people really truly do like and care about me and respect me now, and it's because I'm making this journey with the help of God, with the help of God's word and God's truth, and it's been so magical, <laughs> it's been so fucking magical. Um, we'll get into this again a little later, but I did want to touch on this, because it seems to be talk. everyone seems to be talking about it a lot this year, um, leading up to and then including today, this morning on December 25th um, the pagan origins of Christmas the um, I'm not an expert guys so I don't really know I'm not a pagan worshiper I've always kind of understood that there's like pagan shit about the Sun and about you know the Sun dying on the 22nd and rising again on the 25th and how there's a long list of deities before Christ came that you know shared the similar recreation story and um, I don't know I've always just bought into that lie that Christ wasn't real. That Christ could have even just been fake entirely. And the more I look into it, and the more I speak to God, the more I speak, like the, you know, read into the truth of the Bible. It's very clear and apparent that that's not the case. <laughs> I'm still confused about a lot of things, but I just wanted to kind of touch on the main t- the main points that I've always kind of thought, and what I'm seeing people talk about, and kind of explain why I think it all those signs actually lead to Christ. Or attempt to lead us away from the truth that is Christ and um, the sun does die die the sun dies on December 21st of every year and stays dead. the sun stays dead it stays at its lowest point in the, in the sky for three days and it rises again and starts beginning its journey and traveling around the sky clock with the 12 disciples the 12 uh, signs of the equi- of the equinox S- something the 12 signs that kind of align with the 12 disciples of Christ and how the sun kind of travels around with that for 360 days. <laughs> full 360 days. Convenient, huh? 360 days with 12 disciples throughout the year. Dies on the 21st, rises again on the 25th. Um the sun, <laughs> God's son too, conveniently named. The uh, Tree of Life, too, everyone loves, the, loves their Christmas tree on Christmas. The Tree of Life is celebrated during the dark, cold winters by these pagans, supposedly, apparently, according to scholars and internet people, internet geniuses. And red symbolizes the color, color of sacrifice, and specifically animal sacrifice during the cold months, during the winter months. And green is the color of life and just the color of earth, um, living things on earth. Wreaths, IVs and candles were all like Roman bullshit where they all worship that stuff to ward off dark spirits and um, celebrate family and togetherness. And I think we just kind of slowly over time Christians just incorporated that all. I mean, I think those are all shades of truth. Those are shades of the physical world around us and how people have seen and interpreted all of that stuff. And we put our truth, we, we the truth that is Jesus Christ has been... Absorbed around that to just kind of help a explain that to these people that were believing and worshiping these things Um, But also just to kind of help explain things ourselves Um, December 25th is it is the night the Sun is born again It's the night. We are saved on earth from darkness the night. We celebrate life grace love and give our thanks and It is the night we choose to celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior it's the night we choose to celebrate our our Lord and Savior, guys. The King of Earth who came to sacrifice for us, all of us. Christ is our King. He redeems. He forgives. He cares. He loves. Um, you are not weak. You are not lost. You are not alone. You are loved by Him, and you are home with Him. We have incorporated these weird pagan traditions and holidays because... We need a date, that's not specified in the Bible specifically, to celebrate the birth of our Lord. I think people have said it's September, um, either September or October when they actually think biblically it explains the birth of Christ, but I don't see any problem with everyone getting together when the sun is reborn every year to give our thanks and appreciation to each other and love each other and show our love for each other. And all the little goofy symbology and Santa stories and whatever, I mean, you can look into that and be real negative and angry and fearful of it and call it a cult or pagan and say it's evil, but I mean, as long as you and your heart and the loved ones in your life and in their heart are coming together and celebrating the birth of Christ, the specific dates don't matter. The specific symbology doesn't matter. The ivy bullshit and wreaths and candle lighting doesn't really matter. Like what truly matters is that you love Christ, that you love our creator and the guy who came and died for us and sacrificed for us, and that you understand and appreciate that. And just because we decided to do that on a pagan holiday, um, in an attempt to convert pagans and in an attempt to just kind of explain the physical phenomenon of the world, I don't see any, anything wrong with that. I don't see anything bad with that. Um, I'm sure there's probably people here that can correct me, again, I'm not a scholar, I'm an idiot, I watch YouTube videos and online blogs about this stuff, so I don't really know, guys, but to me it just really resonates that Christ was born, the story is real, of the Bible, and we just have chosen a date that's convenient to celebrate it together, and I have no problem with that being December 25th it's actually kind of magical, it feels magical. <laughs> it feels magical that the light is rising, the light is born again every year to begin its 360 degree journey around the earth and, um, you know, touch and meet with all the disciples. And, yeah, I mean, it's just so good. It's such, such a good feeling. And um, that all leads me to just kind of the, what is, I believe, the negative talk that we need to have, which is that Satan Satan despises love and can't stand redemption stories. Um, I always tell him to fuck right on off. <laughs> I smell Satan coming. I'm just like, fuck off, Satan! Get the fuck out of here, dude. You're not you're not hitting me today anymore. You used to control me. You used to manipulate me. And get, motherfucker! Get the fuck out of here. Um, he's trying so hard these days to sub- subvert our faith. He, the use of like uh, Netflix and Hollywood and politics and news coverage, all these crazy disgusting news channels and outlets and this whole war on Christmas narrative that people push, companies push, and the TV screens screens push on us. Um, it's all because Satan knows his time is finally running out. Um, his secret battles against us are being exposed, um, the light is shining on the darkness and we're seeing it for what it is finally we are waking up and he's getting really grumpy and desperate hello there hi guys hi people in the chat coming in ask me questions i'll answer them at the end um... yeah i mean just in general lucifer son of the morning um, we're about to chase you out of here <laughs> we really are we're coming for you motherfucker <laughs> We are coming for you. Um, Stay away and keep in mind that consumerism, materialism, selfishness, stress, anger, jealousy, spite, fear, and despair are Satan's weapons of choice. And it's convenient that all those things tend to pick up this time of year. Uh, Satan really doesn't like that we come together and love each other and care for each other and respect each other. And... You know, it's a time of year when people pass, don't stop passing judgment on each other and start respecting each other for who they are and it's convenient timing that all these corporations and governments really push all this negativity towards us and all this consumerism and materialism and um, just fear and despair and anger and, you know, just hatred in our hearts. They really want to fill it in our hearts to combat what's good and what's right. And us loving. <laughs> Satan really doesn't like it, guys. He gets real grumpy. He's getting really grumpy. Um, so just keep all that in mind. I mean, Satan's un- Satan attacks us and you have to overcome it. You have to choose to overcome it. And that starts with just faith and trust in God. Um, and asking him for forgiveness, asking him for guidance, and asking him how you can help him. And he will reward you and he will show you the light it's so cool so it's so cool guys um, all that being said Merry Christmas everyone Merry Christmas Tilden Gill um, I did want to share and open up about just my life over the last couple years my life journey um, in general, I was a big degenerate piece of shit. <laughs> I, I really, truly was. I bought into the lies of the TV screens, and I bought into all the bullshit that I saw on movies and TVs. You know, programming over the over my the course of my whole life, and thought I was a little smart boy, and went to went to you know a liberal college and learned kind of what they were telling me and teaching me what was right and what was wrong, and. It never really truly felt right. I always tried to kind of felt empty inside and lost no matter what, even though my head was telling me I was a little smart boy and I was really on top of things and understood things that others didn't. And I became addicted to porn, sex, chasing chasing the sex all the time, every day of my life. I did a lot of drugs, I wanted to be famous, I wanted to be wealthy. And my whole life was just full of sin and I was just very weak and broken and depressed and sad because of that. It kind of just kept building and building and building. And the more it built inside of me, the more I rejected God and hated God. I think he was sending me messages the whole time. I started to think I was a special boy. I started thinking that God had some special plans for me. And that actually also made me a little scared and almost rebellious against him you know how could i be your how could i be your special boy god and work for you if i'm this degenerate heathen sitting all day every day almost trying to run away from the plan he has for me the mission he has for me in life and i got really high all the time <laughs> really high you know just really high constant highs pleasure seeking the pleasure seeking the everything that feels good everything that makes makes you smile And I didn't really realize that you have to eventually come down. And when you fall from that high, you're going to fall lower than low. And I really would escape my problems and my troubles with just getting drunk, getting high, having sex, jacking off to porn, like just doing all the degenerate pleasure seeking shit. And when that wore off, when that temporary release, that temporary stress relief wore off, I would never really put it together why I was so angry and so sad. Why I was such a failure. Why I was miserable. Why I couldn't keep promises. Why everything I wanted to do in life wasn't happening. Why I had no motivation to do things. And, you know, just why people didn't like me. Why, Why don't these people like me? I'm pretending to love them. Why don't they love me? And it culminated in 2018. It got really bad. My life situation got really bad, my financial situation got really bad. And I just felt like my family didn't love me or respect me. I felt like all my friends were leaving me and um, giving up on me and not wanting to be around me. And I decided to kill myself. And I don't want any sympathy, this isn't a uh, oh poor you or or poor baby story. It's just the truth. It's just what I think needs to be said finally publicly on a podcast because I avoid saying all this stuff Um, because it is pretty personal and kind of scary to open up to random strangers on the internet (laughs) about this stuff but I made the true decision I'd been contemplating it in the back of my mind for a while I have friends who've committed suicide and at first I was sad about that but then I realized I thought that they might have some insight that I didn't I thought it would just be the answer to end it and I Spent a few weeks contemplating what would be the easiest, cleanest way to do it, the most pain-free way to do it, um, the way that would hurt my family the least, the timing that would hurt my family the least, and wrote a note, gave away some valuable things, and planned on, um, I don't know if anyone out there is familiar with San Diego, I don't know if I have a lot of San Diego friends still listening to me, but in San Diego there's a bridge that goes from downtown to this island called Coronado Island and there's a giant bridge It goes really takes you up high so that boats can go underneath it. And a lot of people go to commit suicide, they jump off that bridge and I made the decision to do that. I felt like it would be a pain free way to take my life that wouldn't require my family cleaning up my body and um, yeah, I just made the decision and wrote my note, left it on my bed, cleaned my room. Collected all my things that were, you know, valuable or that I wanted to leave behind and kind of made it easy for my family to go through when they found out what happened to me. And I called an Uber. I didn't want to take my car and park it. Actually, I didn't even have a car at the time. Um, But I wouldn't have taken my mom's car, which I was using at the time, and leave it parked there for the police to take or confiscate or have to tow away. So I called an Uber and got in and put the destination as Coronado Island and my plan was just at the top of the bridge to just tell the guy to let me out and I was just gonna like cause a scene cause a panic scene and you know demand he stop and let me out and I was just gonna go I was just gonna jump I had nothing but my cell phone in my hands no keys nothing in my life no wallet nothing I was just gonna take my phone because I had to call an uber with it and jump And I really, truly, the night before, I was a little skeptical, and the morning I woke up, I really felt confident that it was the right thing to do, and called this Uber and got in, and the moment I got in, this black, this funny black man named Roy, I still to this day don't know who he is, or where he is, or I don't even know if he's real. He might have been an angel, he might have been some guardian or something God sent to me. But this man named Roy, R-O-Y, so shout out to you, Roy, if you ever see this for some reason. Um... I got in, and the second I got in, he just started making me laugh, started cracking jokes with me, started really asking me, like, really personal questions that I kind of felt were off-putting, but then really opened up a really deep and heartfelt conversation and just kind of kept making me laugh and making me laugh, and he was giving me recommendations on comedians to look up and some spiritual advisors. I mean, specifically, he told me to look up Jesse Lee Peterson. He said, the guy's funny, the guy's spiritual, he'll help you, you know, if you're ever sad, if you're ever depressed, um, this man will pick you up. And before I knew it, we were already across the bridge. And I kind of, in that moment, realized, oh shit, I can't do this thing anymore. And so he let me off the destination. It was literally just some random weird destination on Coronado Island. The guy even kind of looked at me like, is, are you sure this is where you want to be dropped off? And I just said, I guess, yeah, I guess this is fine. And I sat there for a few hours. I walked over to the bay and put my feet in the water. and contemplated life and really started appreciating things and really starting like to just open my eyes to the truth that is God's world and the beauty that it holds and that people I think are sent here to keep me in line and give me messages and I think he was sent here to keep me alive and just to put me on the right path and the fact that he specifically pointed me towards Jesse Lee Peterson who's been an unbelievable and remarkable figure in my life, an inspirational role model for me in my life to get my shit together. I would say that day my eyes were woken. I stayed alive and my eyes were opened. And it took me a few more months of, you know, wanting to get my shit together, really trying to get my shit together in my head and my thoughts, telling myself, this is the day, this is the month, this is what's going to happen, and just not doing it. I slowly started quitting some of my vices. I really reduced the amount of alcohol I drank to basically zero. I was a chain smoker with cigarettes and I cut that to zero I started dieting I started exercising but I still was smoking weed I still was eating trash food all the time way too much of it my portions were out of control and just in general still rejecting God still just not having much faith in the Bible and it all culminated in in one night when I was kind of having an open-minded feeling of I don't know it's hard to explain like my heart was in denial but my head my my brain was open I was open to things I was being open and and, um, guided by influential speakers and online voices Owen Benjamin being one of them Jesse Lee Peterson being one of them Roosh V being one of them E Michael Jones being one of them Um, those guys really started just to show me that Society is in the in a cr- crippled degenerate state and that I was just part of it I was just one of those gears working to help society just function in a really morally degenerate way and Contributing to sadness around me contributing to the fear and despair that is around me at all times I was like helping it manifest and I don't know. I my heart was still in denial. I still just disbelieved God. I still disbelieve the Bible and one night I smoked a lot of weed, I ate a lot of food, I was listening to satanic, basically satanic music and playing video games and just thought I was like so right <laughs> even though I knew it was wrong in my head and I ended up eating too much and just smoking too much weed and I went to the bathroom and puked my brains out. I was a gluttonous shithead. And it really stuck true to me that night that I need help. Like I truly need help. And my friends and family weren't gonna be able to give it to me. These people on the internet weren't gonna be able to truly give it to me. Even though my mind was open, like my heart wasn't. And so for the first time ever, I just sat down in my bed, opened up my palms, and just prayed. (laughs) I said this was it. I mean, I can't really get to a lower point in my life. I mean, I've tried to kill myself and you showed me that was wrong. I tried to improve with my thoughts and with my own motivation and that was wrong and didn't work. So I sat down on my bed and I prayed and I didn't hear any voices, but I felt an overwhelming rush of it was right. What I was asking for, what I was begging, the forgiveness I was begging for from him was true and honest. And I got this very ridiculous warm sensation of light filling my heart and soul and that emptiness in my soul just kind of instantly felt like it was filled. I feel like water was poured into a pitcher or something. And I knew from that day, I mean it was so undeniable from that day and that moment that the truth is real, that the light is real, and that Christ saves. And I can't stress enough how did, how in denial I was of it, how scared I was of it, how I thought it was all just stupid, I thought religion was a scam, I thought God was fake, I thought rich people used it to trick the poor people into just accepting life and accepting conditions. and. Not complaining and not revolting against them, and I really thought I had things figured out. I thought I was a little smart boy. I thought I was a little clever little boy, and the fact that no one loved me, the fact that no one respected me, the fact that I felt empty all the time, and even though I was doing drugs and you know alcohol to like pick me up and temporarily make me happy, um, I kept falling to a very low place and a very sad place no matter what I did, and. The moment I sat down on my bed and closed my eyes and truly reflected on my life and my sins and what I've done wrong and the harm I've caused and asked for forgiveness from Him for it, it all changed. It was so unbelievable. The rush that overwhelmed me was so good and so positive. And from that moment, I started reading the Bible. I knew it was undeniable (laughs) from that moment that there's truth in this book, this book that's lasted the test of time, that's built entire civilizations, that's, you know, The truth that's carried through people's hearts, millions and millions, if not billions and billions of people's hearts and minds throughout, you know, centuries, thousands of years, Um, it all just started to make sense. It all just started to clearly be the truth and the light and the way. And I got, I have a little pocket gospel, it's uh, just the New Testament and a little pocket sized book and I started reading it with an open mind for the first time in an open heart for the first time and it all just felt so magically right. Some of it's confusing. It's kind of old-timey language. Some of the things are kind of scary and kind of confusing to us in the modern day with our clever thoughts and our science and whatever. But when you really start to just kind of sift through and find what's true in your heart and soul and read it with a true and open heart to the Word, it all makes sense. It all starts to make sense and your answers all my problems started being solved i mean all the sadness started disappearing from my life all the anger and fear started disappearing in my life and i just started being happy <laughs> i don't i didn't need the drugs i was able to quit smoking weed i was able to able to quit sugar and bread like surprisingly easy and it was all just putting my trust and faith in him and when the going got tough i just kind of read the bible and found some gui- found found the right guidance to it Sometimes you have to do a little cheat code, and you can Google search, you know, specific problems, and it'll kind of shoot you specific Bible verses that'll help you with it. And they work. It's so undeniable. It works. It's made me such a calm person, such an energized, like, like um, perfect, loving person, a positive person in my life, and it improved my life in every way. And I don't know. It all started with that day, just kind of humbling yourself. Opening up your heart, opening up your life and just being like truly ashamed of the life of degeneracy you lived and wanting to be better. Truly for the first time wanting to be better and the light just overcame me. The light filled me up with joy and ever since I've been nothing but happy and smiling and positive even though I'm homeless. Even though (laughs) I'm Christmas Day, I don't have my family with me, I'm in a city that's foreign to me, I don't have friends here yet, I don't have an apartment here yet. I've been unbelievably filled with joy and happiness, and now that too, I'm just open and willing to just following the messages, following the signs, following the path he has for me and the will he wants me to, to do, um, he's rewarding me. He rewarded me with a beautiful job and a beautiful building around beautiful people, loving people, happy people that a year ago Sean would have thought were crazy or would have thought were selfish and stupid and fake and phony and now I'm seeing it I'm seeing truly who is good and who is evil I'm truly seeing past all the bullshit lies they feed us on TV about racism and sexism and all that stuff and you start to just truly see it's all a battle of good and evil and you start to really just see that if you really focus on being good and doing good you get rewarded you get this overwhelming feeling inside of you that everything is right and everything is is correct and your path is true and it helps you I mean I've lost 50 pounds I have felt I feel healthy all the time, I'm motivated to work out, I'm motivated to improve my life every day. I go to job and mop floors and I have a smile on my face because I know that even though it sounds stupid on the outside and if I tell my family I'm a janitor, they're gonna judge me. And just knowing that you don't have to judge yourself and you don't have to judge others, that that's his job and his, his role alone, it um, does nothing but make you happy and positive and reassures you that the path is true, that the light is real and that it's all worth it. (laughs) It's all really truly worth it. Um, I'm so happy again to Roy I don't know if he's real I don't know (laughs) looking back it's like I don't know if he was an angel sent here but Roy kept me alive and he opened my eyes and then after a while of just kind of searching for the truth and thinking I found it and thinking I found good role models and good inspiration you still have to sit down and open up your heart to God and really truly ask him for forgiveness and repent for your sins and he will start rewarding you he will start showing you the signs and showing you the light and it's hard work and it's terrifying it's so scary but once you do have this relationship once you're born again or whatever you want to call it once your heart is truly open to him and loving him he showers you with blessings and he (laughs) fills your heart with happiness every moment of every day and I don't know I mean even the little things in life don't even get me mad anymore um big things in life don't get me mad anymore i don't judge others um whether they're rich or poor um you just kind of start seeing what's good and what's what's wrong and you just gravitate towards what's good and it rewards you and again i'm no preacher (laughs) i'm not trying to preach here i'm just trying to say my story and what's helped me and what's made me so happy and After my last video of being called Happily Homeless and having some people mock me and make fun of me for being homeless and having some people worried about me and scared about me and offering me assistance, I just wanted to clarify things that my life was really miserable and shitty and I was in a really bad place. Enough so that I was willing to just end it all and for real. And the fact that I didn't and the fact that I've really since that day worked hard to find the truth and work hard and be a servant of his. My life has been unbelievable. <laughs> Even the temporary trials and tribulations like being homeless and living out of your car, God still rewards you with a beautiful job in a beautiful city around beautiful people. And the, you know, as long as you keep following the path, He's gonna keep rewarding you and keep doing the things that you want Him to do and ask of Him to do. And I can't recommend it enough, guys. I mean, it's gonna be a long journey. It's gonna be a hard journey. It takes a lot of hard work takes a lot of sacrifice I mean it really is gonna take a lot of the things you are used to the things that make you happy right now you're gonna have to cut out of your life you're gonna have to overcome these things and you're gonna have to truly open up and humble yourself enough to like ask God for forgiveness for what you've done wrong and ask him for help and just put it up to him to help show you the way and help show you the light and he will he truly will it's kind of crazy guys <laughs> a year ago Sean would have been so in denial of it, so angry towards it, so resentful and questioning of it and jealous of happy people and spiteful and angry at people for being happy and stuff but you will truly find you will you will cure your depression you'll cure you'll fill that hole in your heart by just truly opening up and asking him for help and asking for forgiveness. Um, not judging others and just staying hopeful and optimistic it really makes you a good person it really shows you what's right and what's wrong in life and you start to really see what's good and what's evil and I can't recommend it enough guys Um, it all starts with kind of asking him for forgiveness asking him to show you the way and just start reading the Bible with an open mind and cut out all those little silly thoughts that have been programmed into your mind from all the computer screens and all the <laughs> all the family friends families and family and friends that have told you otherwise and yeah I don't know I tell Satan to fuck right on off and it works and <laughs> I'm rewarded for it every day um, yeah in general um, today is the opposite of Satan's day um, it is a day of joy, togetherness, love, respect, appreciation, rebirth, worship, and of course, and most importantly, faith, loyalty, and hope. Um, Merry Christmas, everyone. Um, what's going on, Joseph? JJ Osif. What's going on, my buddy? How you doing? Hope all is well today on this Christmas day. Uh, lefties join. What's going on, lefties? Papa Lefty in the house. Um, I didn't know you were Christian, Sean. Most Christians believe in the moon. Yeah, I don't... yeah. I'm a Christian now. I wasn't a Christian a year ago, that's for sure. Um, Most Christians believe in the moon, but I don't think I'm most Christians. (laughs) I think most Christians aren't really Christian. I like to say I'm a follower of Christ. I believe in the truth of the word and not necessarily the goofy symbols and institutions that people that most Christians um, Worship and idolize. I try not to. Tr- I truly try not to judge. I leave that up to him. I try to stay optimistic and positive, and helpful, and loyal, and faithful, and hopeful. I really am not fearful of things. It's crazy that when you <laughs> have this relationship with God, you just lose the fear of things. You start to be protected by the armor of Christ. And I definitely, Papa Lefty, I definitely think the moon isn't real. I think it's a light or something. <laughs> it's Satan himself floating in the sky. I don't really know what it is, but I know it's not a big rock like 200,000 or million miles away. It's uh, definitely pretty close. I think it's pretty like close in our sky. So I don't really know what it is. I don't know if we can land on it. I don't know if it's like a like a ball of plasma or something. But something questionable is up with the moon, and they're not telling us the truth. Um, any other questions? I see some people are here, but not asking questions. I want to wave back at the name that shall not be said. Uh, <laughs> thanks for the follow and the wave. Tilden Gill, thanks for the wave. Red Pill Rider Bear, thanks for the wave. Um, Papa Lefty, keep crushing, man. You guys are so dope. Like the Lefties are such a fun time, such a fun show. And um, San Diego, the San Diego music is really insane right now. Like really blowing up in a great way. Such talent coming out of San Diego, um, old and young. I mean, older bands are making comebacks, and younger bands are really kicking ass out there and putting on really good shows. So keep crushing out there, guys. One of the be- one of my favorite shows of all time was uh, Lefty Palooza. <laughs> I'm not even kidding about that. That was a really fun night, and it was a bunch of young people like truly having a lot of fun and a lot of joy and positive energy and. Um, yeah, you guys rock. You guys truly rock. Um, Ignite Benches, shout out to you guys. You guys fucking kick ass. Um, who uh, I mean, there's so many so many bands. I'll forget. I don't want to start listing a handful of bands and forget all the good ones. But uh, Fashion Jackson and Jay Joseph, you guys fucking rock. Keep crushing out there. That I don't know if it's your newest album, but the album you put out, la- the latest on Spotify, is so fucking good. So people go check out Fashion Jackson. Fashion Jackson, they fucking slap. Lefties, Lefties SD, they're fucking awesome. Ignant Benches, they're so awesome. And there's a bunch of others, but yeah, those guys are awesome. So shout out to you guys, thank you for joining me on Christmas and Merry Christmas. Um, If you wanted to write me letters, write me questions that I'll open up and read on air on my future live streams, um, you can send them to me at P.O. Box 330172, Nashville, Tennessee, 37203. That's Sean Corey at PO Box 330172 Nashville Tennessee 37203. Um, you can send me letters, questions, topics, and if you're gonna send me money, keep it small, guys. It's not a trick. <laughs> it's not a scheme. I'm not trying to be sympathetic. The homeless thing isn't some elaborate trick to get you guys to guilt you guys into giving me money. Like I truly don't need it. I truly, truly don't need it. But if you really feel obliged to help me or want to like reward me or whatever, please just a few dollars. It's all I need. I don't even need it. That's all I want. Maximum I want. You can catch, so at, this is going to be the last Instagram live live stream I'm going to do. I had a problem last time with saving my video and I had to re-record it. And I think Instagram in general is just shady. I don't trust Facebook. Instagram is on my Facebook. I just don't trust this whole thing. I'm going to keep using my Instagram. but. Um, I'm not going to rely on them to make my content for me anymore. So I'm going to try to figure out DLive and use that going forward from now on. So you're going to catch my future live streams. I'll probably post when I'm going to be going live on my Instagram feed and stuff, but you're going to find my live streams while they're happening on DLive. That's DLive.com. You can find my channel by searching there for Sean V Planet. So DLive, DLive DLive.com, S-E-A-N-V-P-L-A-N-E-T. Subscribe to me there, there's a chat room, you can chat, I'll, I'll even respond to some chats when I'm not live streaming and stuff, so you can talk to me there. Um, Gabriella S. James, hi, how's it going? Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas to you and yours. Hope you're having a blessed day. Um, I think these, I think you can access and rewatch these live streams for like 24 hours, so I did just open up and pour some dirty secrets of mine out to the world you might want to hear and might get some inspiration from. Um, or you might hate. Let me know if you hate it. Let me know if you hate me and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll respect your criticisms and feedback too. Um, so send me messages about what you think of me. Um, again, this is probably going to be the last Instagram live stream I do. So follow me on DLive in the future for my live streamings. And you can probably also always find every live stream I do. I think I'm going to post them on my Bitchute channel. That's B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E dot com slash S-E-A-N-V-P-L-A-N-E-T. Shawnee Planet on BitChute. I'm also on YouTube, but for now, um, I don't know how long I'm going to be on YouTube. They either are going to kick me off soon for being (laughs) anti-Satan, going against Satan and going against the tech censorship that's about to happen this year during their election season. So I'm probably not on there long anyways, but I think I'm just over using Google and YouTube. I think they're a shady gross company and I don't really want to be a part of them. But for now, you can find me on YouTube. You can find me on youtube.com and the apps or whatever at Sean V Planet. That's my whole channel. You can find my, all my videos there. Uh, my audio podcasts are a little different than these videos in my live stream. They're um, my actual audio podcast shows that have like kind of specific themes. You can find me interviewing artists and musicians on Talk About Art. Um, lefties was actually on my lefties in the chat here. Um, I interviewed Papa Lefty, and it was actually really dope. So go back and listen to that really funny interview. We talk about the moon and that, and some other funny conspiracies. And he's a good guy. Connor, is such a good guy, such a cool guy, genuine, cool dude, and talented guy. Um, yeah, let's talk about art. I interview musicians and and. Um, Artists of all kinds, It's really gonna pick up here in Nashville, We're going to try to interview some cool interesting people making live music and making cool art here in town. So in the future that one will pick up and be pretty good. You can find my comedy podcast where we just kind of get a little crazy and wild and funny and um, touch on real controversial topics and get real offensive. It's called That's Offensive. Uh, <laughs> that's U-H-F-F-E-N-S-I-V-E, That's Offensive. You can find it also on my podcast channel So Jesse Pitcock was my co-host of that for a while. Before that it was Michael Timmermeyer and Dusty Tunnel. Shout out to all those guys. They're all kicking it and still being comedians and just doing cool artist stuff in San Diego. And so follow them all if you can. I think it's JP Comedy and I think it's just Dusty Tunnel. You can find him on Instagram and Twitter and stuff. And all the comedians we did are just hilarious, local San Diego, Southern California comedians, but Going forward, it's just gonna be me interviewing comedians here in Nashville and here in the South and the Midwest, so it's gonna be a little different not having a co-host and not having a group of people regularly with me on that, but it'll still be funny. It'll still be quite offensive uh, going forward. Excuse me, Christmas burps. Um, The last podcast is Sean Fights the Internet. It's uh, probably gonna pick up and be pretty crazy with the election coming up, because we talk about politics, we talk about conspiracy theories, we talk about what's going on in the news, but really, what we what, what I want that podcast to be is just internet debates, internet fights. Um, we talk about like what color that dress was. Was it like black and blue, or was it gold and white? Or does pineapple belong on pizza? And you know, some of the things that people really like to like fight and hate each other on Twitter about. We're gonna kind of joke and mock that. So check that out. That's hashtag SeanFightsTheInternet, all one word with the hashtag. It's also on my channel. So I have a podcast channel and you can find all three of those shows kind of mixed in on my channel and that can all be found under the name Sean V Planet, S-E-A-N-V-P-L-A-N-E-T on Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Google Podcasts for now. I think I might go to Apple eventually but I hate Apple and I hate Google so I might just even cut out entirely being on those websites, we'll see. Um, I just have popular demand by some of my fans to listen to that stuff on those apps and I'd rather you guys just actually be able to hear my stuff that you want to hear instead of me holding a grudge against these tech companies. So we'll see how my opinions go on that going into this new year. But you can find all my stuff, I have blogs, links to everything, um, and a little donation page thing too. Again, keep it small on the donations at seanvplanet.com, that's S-E-A-N-V-P-L-A-N-E-T.com. You can find me there um gabriella hi the conservative majority hi what's going on i wanted to end with this bible verse that has really been sticking in my mind lately it's uh romans 12 2 it's actually pretty badass it says uh do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so as i'm going on this whole journey and i have friends and family telling me that christianity is dumb and stupid and that you know, I'm trying to explain to them that I'm making all these improvements in my life and they're asking me, like, why are you so healthy looking? Why are you so happy all the time? Why are you so, you know, I just feel like you love me now. I feel like you have care and, you know, we hug each other and it's like there's really this magic moment and they're kind of puzzled. Like, huh, why are you doing this? Why are you moving to Nashville? Why are you doing all this kind of stuff that's making you better? And what's motivating you? And the reality is just faith in Christ and Him. You know, putting my faith into him and humbling myself before him and praising him and just following what he wants me to do. It's made my life so much better in every way. It gives me motivation and so many blessings. I can't even list. <laughs> I can't even list them all. But it's all just doing this. I mean, not conforming to the patterns of this world, not doing what's cool, not doing what's popular, or what's expected of me or what my family wants me to do. They want me to have an apartment and have a job and have things settled and planned out. And. Sometimes God doesn't want you to do that. Sometimes God wants you to find the truth in your own way and do what's right and improve your, yourself and your soul step by step. And sometimes that involves just telling the popular cool kids to fuck off. It involves telling Satan who controls our government and who controls our corporations to fuck off. I'm not helping you, I'm not supporting you. And I'm aware that you're real and that you're manipulating me and I'm not, I'm not playing into your games anymore. And I'll read it again, but it just really speaks true to me and my life over the last few months and the last year and my transformation of just becoming a better man and putting my faith in the one above and reaping the benefits of it and reaping the rewards of it and continuing to do so. So, again, if you want to look this up in the future or, or write this down or whatever, it's Romans 12, 2, 12-2, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It's cool. And I'll sing, I don't like singing in public, but I'm gonna sing this, cause this also has been kinda of cool, and of course is the day for it. But, um, joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. We will sing joy, we will sing joy, oh yeah. We will sing joy, joy to the world. Thank you so much guys, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for putting up with me. Um, Again, I'm not a preacher, I'm not an angel. I'm no special boy. I'm not (laughs) any kind of scientist or I don't have any kind of credits. I am just speaking my truth, what I know, what I know from my experience and my journey over the past year, my past couple of years of really truly being a degenerate piece of shit and just finding the truth and finding the happiness in my life and, again, faith, loyalty, hope. You really just stick true to those things, it'll help you out a lot. Be good, do good, love and be loved, and joy to the world, guys, joy to the world. Joy to you, and Merry Christmas. Take care, guys.